1: All right, everybody. Welcome back to the show. I am super excited as I always am because we have another amazing online entrepreneur with us today. And her name is Marina Gnoska. So nice to have you on. You're calling in from Canada today and your business is Mastering Human. Thank you so much for coming on.
2: Thank you so much for having me. I'm really looking forward to our chat today.
1: Me too. I think you're going to have a lot to share with me in the audience. I know it's going to be a blast. So I'm glad you could take the time out of your day. And now you're a somatic therapist and coach. Can you tell us a little bit more about how you got into that and who you help inside of your business?
2: Absolutely. Just a bit of background about my personal history and story. I've had a really tumultuous and painful upbringing, childhood, teens, and early adult years with plenty of different forms of trauma and things that really brought me to my knees. And really early on in my life, I decided that I'm going to make all of my pain purposeful because I just couldn't bear to have gone through so many painful and absolutely, you know, life shattering things. And it was all for nothing. Like I just had to decide for myself that if I'm going to keep going and bothering to live, I have to find the treasure in those traumas and make everything that I've gone through somehow worth while. So, I grew up in a second world country. I'm from Ukraine. I got surprise immigrated here under the table with my family without being told that we're never coming back. We had to start our lives from scratch here, ran out of money. My parents had a really hard time finding a job, learning the language, which led to a lot of tension and abuse in my household. And so I grew up under a lot of extreme pressure, lots of Painful emotional turbulence and dysfunction with both of my caregivers, which ultimately created a really toxic inner environment within myself like I hated myself I had so much shame, I felt like overly responsible for everything going on because at home it always felt like everything was my fault, and which led to the typical route of tons of substance abuse plenty of suicide attempts, plenty of relationships where I got extremely abused to the point where I was just like, holy, like, something has got to give. I know I still want to live, I have to find a way to start making my inner world a better place and ultimately reduce the level of turmoil, anxiety, depression, and every other symptom that people have with complex PTSD, like some way, somehow. Unfortunately, at an overdose, I prayed to God. I was like, please, God, if you give me another shot at life, I promise course correct i promised to try to go a different path and that morning when i woke up and didn't die i was like this is it at the time i was partying a lot using a lot of stuff to escape myself and my life and i just ended up quitting everything cold turkey left that friend group behind left the rave scene that i was like such a big part of at the time and first thing that came through was like crystal healing. So Okay, I was 17. I had my awakening very early. I don't know. Fortunately, I think it really saved me, which led me to studying Buddhism, which led me to studying ecstatic dance, meditation, all sorts of yoga that I Learned to master and then started to facilitate. And eventually it set me on this trauma healing trajectory. And then I've never looked back. And I'm doing this work today because I know so many others suffer the way that I have, and that we're all touched by trauma. And most of us have these complexes, insecurities, fears, and this limited sense of self that keeps getting in the way of us actually actualizing who we are and tapping into our potential and doing our work in the world, which I feel like we all have this divine original blueprint that we're born into this world with that we're meant to express. However, we accumulate so much baggage and shit and distortion along the way as we grow up due to trauma and other adverse experiences that now just taint the way that we see ourselves and c- continuously block our capacity to be expressed in the world and fulfill our mission.
1: 100%. That's such a strong story. I want to thank you for sharing that with us. And I really love that, Um, you know, how passionate your own experiences have made you because you often find that the people who care the most and want to do the most about something are the ones who have lived through it themselves and could have used somebody like you when you were there at that time yourself. So that's absolutely amazing. Now, I was speaking to somebody the other day about trauma resolution and how so much of it is just stuck energy that is in our body and wired into our nervous system. Can you speak to that a little bit for us?
2: Absolutely. So basically how trauma gets trapped in our nervous system and our body is while during the original event that we experienced, whether that was like an intense emotional injury or literally getting abused or going through an event that like totally rocked us, what happens is usually at that time, we don't have the emotional and nervous system capacity to process it in the moment. And ultimately, when we can't process something, we usually dissociate. And fragment just to be able to bear with the situation at hand and not completely lose our marbles. And basically, what happens at that time of it's just like all of these feelings that we need to actually express and feel through to be able to integrate something, we can't. So instead, we shove them down, and that gets stored in ourselves and our nervous system. And that part of our consciousness that did live through that event gets put away in the dark subconscious attic of our subconscious mind. A lot of trauma healing is trigger work, right? We're decoding our triggers. And we're also learning how to not be so affected by them and learning how to dissolve the charge behind them so they don't affect us as much when we get activated. And a big part of resolving the charge around the trigger is going back to the original event, because the charge around the trigger is all the unfelt emotions that are still stored in our body that we couldn't express then. Does that kind of make sense before I like ramble on?
1: No, totally. That's a fantastic explanation. So I want to ask you then, when people come to your clients, what are they looking to accomplish? And how do you help them get that done?
2: Absolutely. I find like they come to me and they're experiencing all these insecurities and regular human fears, and they also want to make something of themselves and of their lives. However, they keep on bumping up against all these limited Thoughts about who they are and what they're capable of. And also, they feel like they're stuck in all of these patterns of self sabotage in their relationships and in their relationship with themselves. So, basically, my work is using shadow work, inner child healing, and somatic trauma release work to help them eliminate what those patterns are, how they sabotage themselves in the present day reality. Where did these patterns originate from? Because most of our patterns today are just survival strategies. We learned as kids and then we never question them sin and right and they're born of an emotionally immature child with lack of wisdom and experience and broader consciousness so of course these strategies are just like biting us in the ass now and getting Mm -hmm. in the way so ultimately I think like healing is so much about learning the cause and effect of our behavior now confronting and challenging who we think we are and what we're capable of and what our worth is and then replacing all those old survival strategies with something new and different and learning how to do that in the moment by interrupting our trauma responses on a nervous system level. And ultimately I teach them how to identify what their trauma was and where their patterns came from, and then how to interrupt those patterns real time by working with the nervous system and with emotional regulation, mindset mastery. So they can like course correct over and over every time they're triggered. And every time they're tempted to go back into an old behavior that comes from a child's level of emotional maturity.
1: Yeah, I love it. Catching yourself when you hit that trigger is really so key. Because if you're steering a ship, you can get off course and it's fine, but only if you correct course. If you get off course just a little bit and you never correct, it's a little bit more each day. And then finally you find out you're way off from your destination.
2: Absolutely. And like when it comes to business, like if you're going to be an online entrepreneur, it comes with a lot of visibility it comes a lot with sharing your story openly and being vulnerable. And same with even your one-to-one client interactions. There's so much that can come up usually around, am I good enough? Is this making impact? Who am I to be here? What if they misjudge me? What if I'm misunderstood? So it's obviously, like you said, our businesses are a mirror of like where we're at as a person. And it'll also reflect what our wounds still are and how much space they're taking up. And so this work helps us like work through all that stuff that naturally comes up with being an entrepreneur and being in business.
1: Yeah. And speaking of that mirror, it's absolutely that oftentimes the things that we are best at and can help others with the most, we sometimes aren't the best at figuring out our own stuff in that exact area. So I want to ask you as far as bottlenecks in your business, what is one like limiting belief or pattern you have that you're still working to interrupt or disrupt to grow your business? Business.
2: Absolutely I find that when we are pursuing the business of our dreams we're obviously super invested in it and we want to do an excellent job and I think the shadow that often comes with that is constantly questioning am I really ready? am I skilled enough is my expertise like at the level that it should be in order for me to have like really beautiful and powerful results? with people. And behind that is often perfectionist tendencies. And as we know, perfectionism is literally a trauma response to keep us safe from like abandonment or rejection or someone creating conflict with us. So that's something I'm still always working on because the more you know, the more you realize you don't know. And oftentimes I'm like, wow, I just learned this new technique. Holy cow, it would really take my work to the next level. Sign up for that and then see three new other courses. And I'm like, holy cow, that'd be so complimentary too. sign up for those. and Keep accumulating techniques and skill sets and so on. And I find that actually, obviously when that's done too much and we get too perfectionistic, then you're constantly like, building up, studying and spending all of your time scattered and taking on new information and tools when really so much can come out of us just like hunkering down in our top three tools, modalities, whatever, and practicing those instead. Yeah.
1: So what would you say is your biggest personal financial goal right now?
2: Honestly, it's getting back to 10k months. I don't really focus too big on financial goals in my business. Although, of course, it's always in the back of my mind. So yes, 10 to 12k consistent months.
1: Gotcha. Very cool. What is your number one initiative for this year? If you can get one thing accomplished in your business by the end of the year, what does that look like for you?
2: Honestly, reprogramming my whole business to be one-to-many offerings and everything automated as passive income. So basically all evergreen courses, mini courses, and long-term courses that are self Run and self-sufficient.
1: Very nice. I love it. Now for people who want to find out more about you and the work that you do, where can they go to do that?
2: I'm on Instagram and Facebook at mastering and in the inner work haven at mastering human is my Facebook group where I'm always sharing free resources and this kind of material.
1: Awesome, very nice. Thank you for sharing that with us. Now, before we get going, any parting words or piece of advice for the other online
2: entrepreneurs out there? Absolutely. I think this is a given, but just know usually behind every single block that we're experiencing in front of our faces in our business is usually just a bunch of stuff in our world that is now crying for more of our time and attention. So whenever the block is on the outside, focus on what's actually going on the inside to create resolution in that area. It's Never fails.
1: 100% great advice. Okay. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast. I'm glad you took the time out of your day to share your wisdom and knowledge with the audience. It's been an absolute blast.
2: Thank you so much for having me. I really enjoy chatting about these things together today.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And for all of you out there listening, if you enjoyed it as well, we'd really love for you to go ahead and subscribe to the podcast if you haven't yet done that. You can also leave us one of those five star reviews, which really helps us out a ton and get the word out to more entrepreneurs. And if you happen to be an entrepreneur yourself in the online space and you would love to come and share your story, your business journey and everything that you've been through, we'd like to talk to you as well. To do that, you can go to
0: PYFpodcast.com. That's the letters PYFpodcast.com.
1: And we would love to have you on. Marina, thank you so much. Everybody else, we will catch you next time.
2: Thank you. You
0: got it. Ciao. If you've listened this far, chances are you're an entrepreneur looking to become more financially literate and create financial freedom for yourself from your business. The Pay Yourself First podcast is definitely here to help with that. My goal is to continue to share what I've learned about using your business as the tool to create financial freedom, but let's face it, it would take me years to share with you everything you need to know via these episodes. Creating financial freedom is something that most people never even consider, let alone make a plan for or take action towards. It's something almost no one was taught anything about. Doing it as an entrepreneur is even more challenging, especially without support. So if you're ready to get clear on what financial freedom looks like for you, come up with an action plan and get the support systems and accountability you need, I invite you to consider the Abundantly Infinite Entrepreneur. I created the program to help entrepreneurs just like you get a handle on their personal and business finances and start building confidently towards financial freedom. And it's how you can discover ways to take 10 years off your retirement, add an extra five or six figures to your portfolio, and finally get clear on what numbers you should be tracking in your business and why. Together, we'll gain clarity around your financial goals and what being financially free would actually look like for you. Then we'll put together a customized game plan to get you there and the accountability to see you through. And by the way, you're also going to get all the spreadsheets you need to run your numbers